Welcome to Ask Sam, a spin-off show from the Urban Property Investor, my podcast that comes out once a week. Uh, this this week's episode has already popped out. Uh, if you want to hear about really my viewpoints on the ESG movement inside of real estate, uh, this week's Urban Property Investor podcast is worth having a listen to. There's a lot going on in that space without question. Um, hey, welcome aboard. A few people tuning in. Thanks for tuning in today. Um, today I wanted to, to talk to you about um, the investor flywheel. Yes, the investor flywheel. So um, thank you for, uh, for tuning in. Um, those people popping in now. I know you guys are busy. Hey, Alison. Um, so I will crack on. I will crack on, and we are going to talk real estate. Um, we are going to talk uh, about what is known as as the flywheel. Now, um, when it comes to the flywheel, the idea of the flywheel is actually a bit of a business concept. Um, and Jim Collins invented the concept. Um, and he is a bit of a master. You know, he wrote, um, what was it, good to great uh, when it comes to business. The idea of the, the flywheel, if you like, um, is that once you work out how things turn over and how things move, ultimately you can scale up your wealth position and um jeff bezos the the founder of amazon puts the flywheel in uh his words were the reasons why amazon is what it is today and obviously he's um you know ultimately very very successful so the flywheel is this concept where um Think, once you work out how things work, really the idea of scale and, uh, you know, just, just you know, is, is ultimately uh, possible. And so when uh, in business, when they, they look at the trajectory of business, certain businesses end up in this sort of great place where they, they basically scale up because they understand this flywheel in the middle. And most businesses that start, and including you running your property business, some property investors end up in a great space and some end up just basically uh, never scaling up, never um, ultimately building what that looks like. So uh, if we were to look at the flywheel um, and what that looks like for property investors, it's an interesting concept because a lot of property investors don't understand their flywheel. They don't understand how to scale up where they're taking their property investment business. Some property investors don't want a flywheel, which is perfectly fine as well. Some Property investors, you know, are happy with, um, you know, a couple of properties and, hey, that's fine as well. There's no right or wrong. Um, ultimately, good is still good, 
but obviously great is better. And hence why Jim Collins wrote the famous book, Good to Great. Um, and really this principle is a principle of, of fundamentally business, but real estate investment is very much uh, a business into its own. You know, you're running your own business. So the first uh, place of a flywheel when it comes to real estate investment is finance. And finance is obviously the biggest critical part. Real estate investment is just a game of finance, um, which produces something. And uh, if the ultimate outcome for a property investor is sort of financial success or freedom, whatever you want to call it, um, we need to understand how this works around a flywheel. And uh, each section of what we need to understand has then its own flywheel. So finance is the first section, and then within finance, there is a flywheel. And uh, I was talking to, um, you know, one of the clients just yesterday, and he, he had done three properties, but then the finance flywheel broke. In other words, he couldn't get to a fourth property because finance wouldn't let him do that. The only way to do that when it came to finance for the fourth property was LODOC. Now, a lot of people won't have that on their flywheel. They won't go that far. So uh, because they won't go that far, perhaps doing a LODOC loan or a light dock loan, then the ability to scale up starts to struggle, right? So this is the flywheel, there's sections to the flywheel. First section is finance. Next section is property. Property is fundamentally all about acquiring deposits when you're buying it. And again, that has its own flywheel, that has its own science, if you like. Um, so it, uh, it all needs to have its own formula and this is again why property investment you know is sometimes more than just buying a property uh the next one is cash flow and uh you know rents and this is something i'll be talking a lot about at mentoring on monday night is really the fly flywheel if you like of the rental growth uh scenario of how to grow your rents. And really, um, in my flywheel of rental growth, there are four key things you need to do to turn the wheel. And again, like you've got to turn all of these wheels to eventually scale up your position. So uh, the next flywheel is uh, tax minimization. Uh, you know how to how to take all that effort you put into going to work and turning it into more cash flow. Uh, more cash flow allows for ultimately more finance. More finance ultimately allows for my, more financial freedom. And so, again, when uh, when we look at the flywheel of investors, most investors kind of go with this one. The property uh, flywheel, you know, how to 
how to buy good property is kind of the be all and end all of of investing but it it's actually a lot more than that how to finance more real estate how to buy more real estate how to get more cash flow from real estate how to make sure our tax strategy is worked out then we've got to do things like debt reduction which is the next part of the flywheel that then has its own uh, again, its own methodology around what that looks like, playing down debt, using leverage to control more debt to eventually pay off more debt, uh, a combination strategy, um, moving money into other uh, elements, uh, you know, offsets, things like that. So this has its own flywheel. And again, what happens is perhaps people get exhausted by this part, because it is quite exhausting sometimes just buying the property, then forget to work on the other flywheels. And ultimately what that means is usually you're gonna own real estate longer than you need to, or you're not gonna pay it off quick enough, or you've got an asset which is under rented. Um, because your asset is under rented, all of a sudden you can't uh, you can't borrow as much to go again. I mean, to put that in perspective, for every $100 per month, uh, your properties are under-rented. Um, that is actually around $13,000 buying power, right? So think of it that way. If you've got a few properties and, you know, you can extract... Um, I don't know, another 100 bucks a month from each of them, that's close to $50,000 in buying power. So I'll be going over actually the cash flow one on, on Monday night. If you're in the mentoring program listening, I'll teach you about the flywheel of cash, of cash flow, flywheel of cash flow. So this is why, um, you know, this stuff takes so long. There's just so many moving parts to it, right? Um, then you've got, you know, a financial uh, plan, which of course has its own flywheel. I mean, this stuff's got its own, own, uh, its own thing going on. You've got things like, um, you know, wills. You've got insurance. You've got, uh, you know, structures. You've got legacy things to worry about. So, financial planning is again another part of the puzzle. And this diagram is getting pretty out there, isn't it? And then the final one is wealth acceleration, right? Um, you know, you get to a point where you can't borrow to leverage, but you can borrow to tap equity and really you become the bank, right? Um, you know, no different to a bank, right? What does a bank do? A bank really uh, buys money at 1%, sells it at 4%, takes the spread of 3% and that's how they operate, right? Um, you can do the same thing. You can borrow money at whatever it is, 3 4% and uh, create a spread. And so this section here, again, has its own flywheel. And uh, what happens in that flywheel, again, is stuff. And so... Um, each element, if you like, is needs to be worked on. And if all seven flywheels, the seven that we work on in our mentoring program, 
if all seven flywheels are flying, then you comes back to Jim Collins's methodology of scaling up. If you're just working on one, um, it's it just becomes you know it does it's not necessarily going to scale up. Could end up good, uh, but like the name of the book, good to great. Um, you know you got to work on your flywheel, and so. You know, we teach the seven plans of real estate in uh, in our sort of program. So Monday night, we'll do over this, uh, we're going to go over the cash flow flywheel. I'll teach you all about how to find urban cash flow, but also the four elements to the cash flow flywheel. So, yeah, make sure you pop along Monday night. Um, anyway, hope that was interesting and in my drawings. I better get better at them, don't I? Um, hey. Go check out the Urban Property Investor podcast this week. Plenty of cool stuff in that. Sydney Market and ESG, which is the idea of environmental social governance uh, when it comes to real estate. Um, yeah, you can hear my views on that, how it's going to make more uh, less real estate and real estate more expensive. So go check that out. All right, thanks for tuning in, folks. Uh, have, a, have a lovely weekend. See you.